Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hi, Andrew. <laughs> you didn't need to pinch my cheek to, to start the intro. Such a cute cheek. I wanted Seems to make sure you were focused. Unnecessary and makes me feel a little childish. Thank you very much. But you were looking out the window at the I was looking out the window when we're demolished podcasting. Building. When I'm thinking of the next brilliant statement I want to put out into the world <laughs> on podcast. Brilliant statement, huh? Yes. Could be a bit of an exaggeration. Could be, but it's an inspiring view nonetheless, and I like to be inspired when I podcast. All right. Inspiration coming from Andrew Nimi. How was the Poker News podcast interview? I haven't listened to it yet. You haven't? Not yet. I think it went pretty well. Were there you was, nervous at all? Well, it was live, so there's a little bit of jitters there. But I'm glad you asked that because, as I mentioned during the podcast, the Poker News podcast, it's hosted by Sarah Herring, who was on our podcast. Correct. She was also on our podcast with her husband, Heath. Heath was not on this podcast, but Sarah was, and she is, in my opinion, the best at what she does. So she uh, she makes you feel pretty comfortable. She's like really good at, uh, when she poses the questions, they're very like conversational rather than like just kind of throwing them at you. And mm, then, I don't know. Give me an example of somebody throwing a question at you. I don't know you. if, oh, like someone throwing a question at you? I mean, she is really brilliant. She's very thoughtful and mm -hmm. conscientious, and I think she she's listening. Right. Yeah. And she's not like, just waiting to ask the next question. Yeah, exactly. Like the way she poses the question, it's almost like in conversation form. And then when you're responding, it's like you're just having a conversation with a friend rather than an interviewer. So we got to get on this level. Do you think I ask you questions like an interviewer? Mm, no, I mean, I think we're pretty good with each other, at least. Oh, just like interviewing other people. We have received some requests. We have. Okay, for, cool. For future interviews. So we just need to get that together, get it organized, and I will be practicing. Are you going to be practicing how to interview like a badass? I doubt it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who has time for that? You just said we need to get on that level. <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm just going to hope our way there. Oh, I see. Okay. And did you have something else you want to tell us, share with us about the podcast? Um, no, I mean, it was cool. It was uh, pretty smooth. Yeah, it was live. But um, I guess that's no different really from, you know, doing a live stream on my own YouTube channel, which I've done plenty of by this time. Yeah, that live stream you did yesterday was extra long. It was a long one, 45 minutes or something. It was too long. I really... Time flies when you're on a live stream. Were you bored with my live stream? A little. Ouch. I was, it was more fun in the comments, to be honest. I saw you engaging, <laughs> interacting with the, with the audience in the comments. That was cool. Um, but I think you need to watch more YouTube house tours. Okay. So, so you well, can like move through the room tours a well, lot smoother. For anyone who hasn't seen the live stream that I did, the video is still up on my channel, but we got into what is, I'm pretty sure, like the pinnacle suite at the Westgate property in Las Vegas, which is called the Elvis Presley Suite. And it is quite something to that behold. pool and the courtyard area yeah. was so beautiful. And I mean, how many, like 15 bathrooms? I can't even remember. Lost track of the number of bathrooms, the number of showers and bathtubs. And um, yeah, it's got its own pool. I think it's on the 30th floor. And like the thousands of pretty awesome thousands of square feet 
um, in the suite and yeah, like probably like 200 and I don't know, maybe 300 degree view, something like that. Um, that was special. So I did a, uh, a tour of that on my live stream and apparently Boosie got really bored. <laughs> according to this podcast that you're listening to right now but you know i always give you grief about length i like that's, short but that's personal choice i'm okay, sure there was a some, lot more people enjoyed it than there was some jokes there were some penis jokes that were about to be made as you said that <laughs> give me grief about length but then you backed it up with i prefer short <laughs> so now i feel better <laughs> okay <laughs> Moving on. Just saying what people was on everyone's <laughs> mind as they were listening. What other exciting things happened in your week? Uh, we had a meetup game last night following the live stream. So that was another fun one. Unfortunately, the Westgate, they had two one-two tables running, which kind of screwed us because we had four two-five games going with like 35 people on the list. <gasps> and a bunch of people left because they weren't going to wait that long to get in a game. How long were they going to wait? It's tough to say, but it could have been. Uh, some people waited like two hours. <gasps> some people played in the 1-2 while they were waiting for our 2-5 game. But yeah, it's kind of unfortunate to have to turn people away. Get it together, Westgate. Yeah, what's going on over there, Westgate? We don't need two, <laughs> one, two, two, one, two tables. But it's uh, it's March Madness, so you know, oh, there's, is. there's added foot traffic, and they didn't want to... Turn anybody away. Yeah, the people that were ready to play poker before our game was scheduled to start. But I think that's a little short-term... So any bets? It's this weekend, right? It's already started yeah, it's today. It's this end of March, right? Uh, Something like that. I don't know. Who okay, knows? so any bets? No bets on Not at the Detroit? Moment. Is there a Detroit football? What is it? Basketball. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, I don't even know who's in the tournament this year. Okay, so we don't have to talk about Michigan that. Michigan State is in the tournament. And they're one of the favorites to win. Michigan State basketball team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Tom Izzo. So I want to know what happens to these, because doesn't Michigan State football have a really good football team? Yes. And then Michigan State basketball has a very good basketball team. <laughs> yes. So what happens to Detroit after school? Does everybody just get poached because Michigan or Detroit does not have a good football team, nor does it have a good uh, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. You don't get to choose which team you go to. That's there's what I'm draft. saying. Is, is everybody just drafted out yeah. of Michigan? Well, there's a draft order. So like, huh? Tell a... me more about this. What? <laughs> so <laughs> sorry the worst... to all the people who know exactly what's going on, but for us foreigners, I have no idea. <laughs> so the worst team in the league, according to the previous year, has first choice of the best players available, right? So would that not mean Michigan would always have the best players? Well, Detroit they are always Detroit's the not the worst football team. It's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I'm not I'm just trying to understand, right? Because I don't really know too much. So, but from what I've heard you Michiganders talk about, Detroit's not at the bottom, the very oh, bottom of I the barrel. Oh, I see. So they don't They're just the kind of mediocre. What is worse? I would rather be the worst. Right. Well, that's being... a that's an ongoing, everlasting debate as to whether the team should just purposely lose their games to <clears throat> be able to get a better draft in the new season. But isn't it like that in life too? Because before you hit rock bottom, then you keep doing the same things that you've been doing over and over again. <laughs> yes. And then this is deep. You're right. Yeah, we're going deep today. So they haven't hit rock bottom yet. The, well, no, they did hit rock bottom before. Like, they lost every single game of the year. And then they were lost, and then they got to pick a good team. 
or the best players. Right. And then but what? It, and then what happened? It didn't. Because you have to have a good coach too. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts there. I mean, yeah. Is this a sports podcast? It's just like life. It's so complicated. That's true. There's a lot of moving parts in life too. You got to have a good coach in life. Luckily, we have you. I'm a, I'm your coach. Yes. No, but I'm just saying. You know, so with that, I've never thought of it that way since I don't watch football. But now I'm I'm feeling really very pensive about <laughs> this football. Yeah. And I think maybe that's why people like football so much, right? Because it's got that like life element. No. 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 Okay. They like to escape from their life. But that's what I'm saying. So even when we go to movies and stuff it's escapism from our life because you look at the protagonist's life and you go, oh, at least my life is not that bad. So it's the same. Maybe. Because if you go and watch football, you're like, this is entertaining, but at least I'm not the one getting pounded in the head. You know? Could be. I'm just there. Let for... us know what you think, listeners. I'm just there for Keira Knightley's smile. At the movies? Yeah. <laughs> She's not in that many movies. <laughs> you're right. That's why I haven't been in many movies lately. <laughs> What's next? What's next on the podcast? Okay, so Andrew and I went to United Blood Services on Monday. Was it Monday? How was your uh, experience of donating blood? It was your first time, right? Yeah, it was my first time. We had tried to do this when shit went down here in Vegas. And uh, they had such an amazing response in Vegas that they had to turn people away because the, the shelves were stocked. Yeah, I think it was booked until even when I checked in January, it was still pretty full mm-hmm. so anyway yeah we finally got able to get in there and uh thanks to boosie getting us in there it was pretty straightforward little little stabby little pokey but uh would you recommend people do it yeah it's pretty easy it's very easy and you get all the free cookies and water that you could ask for uh i wasn't able to give blood because mm-hmm. my blood pressure was too low mm-hmm. so the lady who took my blood pressure said it's not a bad thing don't think it's a bad thing. You're very healthy. <laughs> and I really hate turning people away. And uh-huh. it's really disappointing because... So you go and you wait in the waiting area and you get given documentation to sure. read. Um, and then you fill out all the paperwork after you filled out all yeah. the paperwork and they know where you've been for the past 10 years of your life. But then you get you know, your blood pressure taken and your iron taken, and then you get told your blood pressure is too low. She told me I should have had a cup of coffee, which would just increase my heart rate. And apparently my blood pressure too. Or the other lady said, well, you should just be more excitable. And I was just like... (laughs) I think she's kidding. I know she's kidding, but when last were these FDA rules approved? Uh Uh-huh. Because if I had like low blood pressure issue, then the doctor would have picked it up every time I go for a physical or, you know. Well, I don't think it has to do with your blood. I think it has to do with the extraction process. Well, she said I was going to feel bad. Oh, really? Right. She said, uh, so you get dizzy. Obviously, you get lightheaded, Mm -hmm. right? And she said, I will feel really terrible Mm. if she, if they take my blood. Okay. But this was like maybe pre-meditation that people these fda rules were (laughs) were put into place because like i think a lot more people meditate now and their blood pressure could just be naturally lower Hmm. (laughs) i just made that bit up but i was doing research and trying to find out why my blood pressure would be low and they said if you don't have any symptoms 
of too low blood pressure, which is like dizziness or fainting, then it's perfectly normal. Yeah. So. So you're just you're not really a believer in there. I think um, maybe the FDA just needs to revisit these really tight rules. And well, first of all, mm. they should take your blood pressure as soon as you walk in the door. That too. <laughs> that too. Because I feel like if you just took your blood pressure, then you would know immediately whether I am eligible to fill out all your forms and click on your computers. Yep. And eat your cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were eligible to eat the cookies. I saw you eat those cookies. I ate the cookies. So yeah, I mean, you were pretty disappointed. I was pretty bummed, actually. I was really disappointed. The girls are trying to help, and they're like, no, you can't help. Yeah, Is and I mean, why? it's like, if it was something that I was doing mm-hmm. on purpose to make myself ineligible, yeah, I would get it, but I don't think it was like that. So I know you have a lot of stuff to do, United Blood Services, but maybe, just maybe, because they could... Can't they give you something after you give blood to like make you not feel so terrible if you have low blood pressure i think that's why they give you all the sugar uh all the cookies and the juice to increase can't they just like tell you to have more of it i don't know feed you there should be a tube of oreos going into your body while the (laughs) tube of blood is going out of your body (laughs) (laughs) i learned a lot too even though it was my donation attempt was unsuccessful I learned about plasma donation, uh-huh. which plasma or platelet donation, they use a machine where they in, like put the needle in your arm and the machine draws the blood out, separates the plasma or the red blood cells or the platelets, mm-hmm. and then flushes the blood back into your body. And they can do that two or three times. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I thought that was really amazing. Yeah, well, we were saying when we were there how amazing the uh, human race is and to come up with all this technology and how also completely (laughs) stupid we are how just like epically dumb we are in other ways by the way i had a friend in uh at michigan state who used to always donate plasma like every couple weeks or whatever it is for money yeah shout out to melissa (laughs) who who doesn't listen to this podcast but we're all thinking about you melissa and your plasma i'm sure it helped somebody Mm -hmm. how much did you get paid do you know I don't know. I'm not sure. I would guess no more than $40. That's a lot probably, back in the day. Probably closer to like 20 maybe. Still a lot. And you, I think you can do plasma more frequently because they don't take mm-hmm. the blood out, right? I think it's like every couple of weeks maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because it's know. eight weeks for your next one. Mm. Andrew felt very queasy and wondered whether he should even be driving. I was like, this is not a man sickness. I it's didn't just feel queasy. donating blood. But what if you're driving and like you have a massive lack of blood and you pass out while you're driving? That's why they make you wait 15 minutes to see because they say if any if you're going to have any reaction, it's going to happen within okay. 15 minutes. Well, we made it home safely, thank by the <laughs> grace of God. Oh, and one more thing. They give you they wrap your arm in these ridiculous bandages. It's massive, and it's sort of like a badge. I gave blood today. I think it was a bit obnoxious, but yeah, I think I'm just jealous because I couldn't give blood on Monday. So well, we'll get you all hopped up on cocaine or something when we go back next time. Then I probably will pass out. <laughs> but at least you'll be able to give blood. I don't know if that's worth it. Nothing wrong with a little passing out. But let's go back to our conversation about how smart we are and at the same time how silly we are what do you think that is well i think uh, i think a lot of it is based on fear 
which which part so so the fear makes us stupid yes my thought on this um i've been listening to a i heard about a book called enlightenment now dr steve pinker okay and he talks about and he says the reason he made his title enlightenment now is because everybody is very into you know spiritual enlightenment mm-hmm. and so he hopes people will think that's what the book's about but that's really not what the book is about okay enlightenment in his... so it's like clickbait and book form <laughs> absolutely okay his his term of enlightenment is just the expansion of thought and allowing new thoughts a lot more openness and uh, openness to ideas and learning from each other and that's what he thinks as enlightenment versus like the buddha sitting under the tree kind of enlightenment but one thing he said that was uh, that really struck me is how or when yeah when you're having a conversation with someone what you know you can't imagine not knowing and so that's why you look at somebody and and you never articulate or we never make sure to beef up our points or beef up our thoughts because we just assume that everybody knows what you know and so that part of the fear thing right like mm-hmm. if i am afraid of something i already think that you should know why i'm afraid yeah. of this particular thing so, and so i'm a dummy if i'm not as afraid so as you, you think we need more empathy yes mm-hmm. i think that's probably pretty accurate it's hard to do but i think a lot of times when you get the occasional troll on the internet on your YouTube channel or your Instagram page or whatever it is. The initial thought is for you to like uh, doubt yourself, but the more proper thought is to think about what's going on in that person's life that would prompt them to like be such a weirdo and type something in on your page. What's going on in their life that would like put them into that, that sort of life situation, right? In that very same thought, that person doesn't have to be in conversation with you because usually if i'm sitting with you i'm less likely to say something nasty uh-huh. and so it's kind of like a tabloid right the comments and social media so you just write up your story and leave it there and then you have to come back to your comments and read it and interpret it how you interpret it but if there was a conversation then mm-hmm. you can begin that sort of balancing act okay so maybe if youtube decided that you couldn't comment unless there was a receiver on the other side maybe that would help us sort of balance the you mean like if i was like live and receiving the comment right so you know what i mean so if you wanted if you wanted to type a comment you have to wait until there was an actual person it doesn't have to be you (laughs) specifically but there's another actual person behind there so you know that there's a human because okay we don't really think about that yeah another person on that other side we just like i like it talk 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 yeah i think that would help to some degree not the full way because when i'm doing like a live stream there's still the occasional person who's just a goofball in there they just, probably just doing their don't thing. feel seen. Yeah. Because it's, it's like a attention. Yeah, because there's so many comments flying by, and it's like, what does that one comment, what difference does it make? Right. So, But, yeah, I mean, we, we want to stand out, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you stand out in a good way or, you know, just start trolling. 
yeah, some people stand out with money donations. <laughs> Others don't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Just kidding. So you think empathy would make us less dumb? Yeah. Less fearful yeah. and therefore less dumb. Mm-hmm. How do we cultivate this empathy, Andrew Nimi? What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, on a, on a micro level, I've been trying to do that with like people, the occasional people. Like, I don't know. I mean, I've said this a lot of times that like the feedback on my channel is uh, the people are just so nice. Like the like to dislike ratio is like 98%. Not to like brag or whatever, but it's like kind of amazing for uh, something on the internet, like in the internet space to have like so much positivity generally. But, you know, it's never going to be 100%. So uh, I guess I guess on a micro level, I try and lately I've been trying to like engage someone and ask just like what's going on in their life you know <laughs> trying to get like behind the motivation for what what prompts them to post such things but like how big of a difference on a wide scale can i make by replying to comments like that you know i think we'll ne- we'll never know the amount of impact that you can have from just somebody feeling acknowledged or seen or heard uh-huh. because they don't think it happens enough but what was so fascinating listening to this podcast, it's a Joe Rogan podcast. They are like three hours long. So listen over five days, like every drive to work, listen to 30 minutes or something. Um, but anyway, what the psychologist said was that we have to be gentler on ourselves because social media is really new. Like when the internet came out, it was like the military and five professors at Harvard who had access to the internet. And then out of those five, there was like one or two who were in the forums. But now the internet is such that everybody has an opinion. And so we think that we have to voice our opinions just because it's there. It's sort of like there's a cookie, so I have to eat the cookie, but you don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think you have to say something just because there's a comment box. Yeah. Or... Or am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I guess I don't quite understand what your point is. So the want is to say something because yeah. you can. Yeah. But I don't know if sometimes we, if it adds value. Okay. <laughs> what, you know what I mean? So, so you're saying hey, like need to... we need to give ourselves a break that this is new. So it's going to take time to work itself out. So now every all the comments and all the nasties seem like a lot and it makes the world seem like it's go- it's becoming worse when the stats show that it's not really becoming worse mm-hmm. and then once we've given ourselves like that slack you can not comment so just because there's like a forum <laughs> to comment like you can engage by liking or i don't know how else you can show appreciation for something well just watching watching because we count views or stuff like that but you don't have to have say something because <laughs> yeah, i but... feel like i don't know anything to be this person like type 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 <laughs> saying something on you know on every single video or or every political <laughs> post that i read yeah i mean a lot of people just like to say something short and sweet yeah that's fine but i'm talking about the comments or the articles or whatever it is that we now have free reign to create Mm -hmm. that might not be helpful Mm. 
like it's like sort of going back to what you learned in grades in kindergarten right like if it's not nice then you probably shouldn't say it yeah but we forget that and i think i was i i just love well, the people fact. think that that's like bullshit you know what uh, that we shouldn't that if you don't have something nice to say you shouldn't say anything some people think that that's nonsense and that you got to call people out and there's a very big difference between criticism uh-huh. constructive criticism or well, yeah. just like for sure attacking because there's like if you said something douchey i would expect people to say yo andrew that wasn't cool yeah. you made some fun of somebody or you made fun of something or you know people should say that's not cool but if you're just living your life not harming anybody <laughs> then you probably don't need to say something mean yeah because i think what people does it add? i think people should just uh, put themselves out there a little bit more and rather than comment they should make their own thing then that way you they know what it feels like there's many benefits because yeah that's one and then also people don't feel seen but uh, there's lots of ways to be seen now okay so use it Use it wisely. Be seen by creating your own something, I guess. Sure. That's what Andrew's saying. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah, no problem. Moving on. Okay, I wanted to read some lovely listener feedback Let's from do this. Alex. Alex says, I discovered Andrew's blogs recently and absolutely love it. Naturally, that led me to the Tells podcast as well. Both of you guys are awesome. Keep making great content. Hey, thanks, Alex. Thanks for all you do. Thanks so much, Alex. Is that it? That's all he said? No questions about his life that no. I can fix for him? I'm sorry. Alex, send Andrew your questions. That's nice, Alex. Appreciate <laughs> it. And we also got a message a nice from... Chat. Did he say where he's from? Nope. Alex okay. M. Alex from Detroit. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> we also got a wonderful email from Giuseppe in... Guanajuato, because it's Guadalajara, so Mm -hmm. maybe it's Guanajuato. Mm -hmm. Giuseppe, I hope I'm saying that right. But it was a lovely email. He says he probably enjoys the podcast more than the vlog. Oh, snap. (laughs) Oh, snap. Um, I think he's not alone. But thank you so much for all the wonderful feedback. We are still... Thanks, Giuseppe. We're working on the guest, guest list. So who was the suggestions? Ryan Laplante. Le mm-hmm. I uh, I played with him briefly at the World Series last yeah. year in the Colossus. Yeah. Yep. Did you take all these chips? No, I don't think so. He took all your chips. No, he, bust, <laughs> he, bust, he busted. <laughs> at least in the flight that I played in. Okay. Yeah. So we're working on that list. We will keep the rest. Yeah, that'd be cool. Bring Ryan on. Um, any any other suggestions? Send him in. And any other love questions? And let us know what you think. Are we done here? Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. Time flies when you're having fun. Do you have any other thoughts, questions? When are you going to come to a meetup game? It's really hard. Is that putting you on the spot? Um, I think I'm going to take a crash course. In? Poker. Really? And then I'm going to come to the meet type game. Because I cannot stay for the after party. I can't come to the after party. It's too late for me. That's uh-huh. like at midnight. So you want to play poker. You don't want to just come and hang out with me? I'm going to play poker. You don't want to sit behind me? 
nope. do the girlfriend sitting behind thing? Absolutely not. <laughs> Why? There could be some people listening to this that do that. I don't say it's uh, for me. I don't like to sit like I want to be involved. I'd want to be talking and I'd be like, baby, tapping you on the shoulder. Baby, turn around. Let's chat. And yeah. you can't really play poker. I can very. chat. I can multitask. I did it a couple of times. I can bluff and chat. <laughs> I did it a couple of times and I and I just felt neglected. So, oh. Well, maybe I'd be better at it now, now that I'm a much better, greater poker player. <laughs> no okay uh, uh maybe i will maybe it, i'll sit behind you yeah maybe you should yeah because i, I didn't you're always whispering so i didn't feel like i was learning anything because the point was to come and like watch the game oh yeah that's what you had said that's okay. how you enticed me to come and sit behind you yeah i'm gonna bring my 200 buy-in and i'm gonna play some two five no limit holding you're buying for the minimum yeah okay i'm not like you I have inner stack. confidence, not outer confidence with my stack. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay, well. What do you when, think that says when somebody has a short stack? I think it means they might be playing above their normal stake. Don't really want to risk too much money. So then you just think I'd be a knit? It's perfect. Probably. It's perfect. See, I thought Are you going to be a knit through. or you're not going to be a knit? Well, I'm going to make you think I'm going to be a knit, then, but then I can bluff you because then I, you'll think I only have the best hands. I wow. thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> You've spent a lot of time thinking about this. you got your whole strategy worked out, and it's going to be interesting. When and I'm gonna... only going to play hands against you. <laughs> I thought I was going to be sitting behind you. Oh, no, and I've given away my strategy. Yeah, so if you want to come win some free money off of Boosie's strategy oh, that you already know, no. come to the next mug. Which which mug are you going to be at? When is the next one? I don't know. So, yeah, I'm just going to come there for a couple of hours. What is the best crash course that I can go and sign up for to get me ready for my mid-stakes, short-stacked game? Um, You want like a training site or what? Whatever, whatever the best way is. We could put some training site referral links under the uh, <laughs> show notes. <laughs> Join Boosie as, as you begin your, your, both of your quests. To low stakes, short stack game. That's, minimum mug buy-in. <laughs> that's my strategy. The path to glory starts at the mugs. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I want to come. It's just, I, I'm in bed too early. I'm up too early. And so... Well, you Make also it. don't want to just be like standing around doing nothing, right? Yeah. Time, 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 time. <laughs> so limited. You're doing the thing where you point to your wrist where there's supposed to be a, a watch? Yeah. <laughs> the classic, just give it, give it a couple of knocks. The classic time uh, <laughs> gesture. Yeah, I think that's all we have time for. Yeah, we got to go. I got to get a haircut, thankfully. You, I'm getting a haircut gonna, today. I'm very excited. You're going to look very handsome. Coming to see Mar I'm coming to see Marie. Okay, thanks for having us on your podcast, listeners. Until next time, bye. Deuces, yo.